Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. It's the morning of the fourth round FA Cup tie against Tramier Rovers away. It's not been a great week for United so far. On Wednesday, um, I was at Old Trafford to witness an incredibly bad performance. And whilst some Reds from the 70s may raise their eyebrows, I, I think it's certainly in my top five worst that I've ever seen from a United team um, at, at home. We're going to ca- try and catch up with a number of Reds about Wednesday, get get their thoughts on that and also the thoughts on the current protests that are ongoing against the ownership of the club and hopefully get a variety of opinions as well because what we're seeing already is disagreements between supporters on how, how they should and shouldn't protest which are, so we'll hopefully capture that there's also um, we're going to hear from a Tramier fan as well and get hopefully get some perspective they recently plummeted down the divisions in with poor ownership and before bouncing back and now they're in League One and have got an FA Cup tie at home to Manchester United the FA Cup's a, a tournament in which um, I've not witnessed many shocks as a Red I, I think we lost to Leeds in 2010 um, there'll, there'll be some that remember further back than the 90s but there were also draws against Exeter and Burton which were quite notable at the time but we're going to go, go to the monkey bus now and hopefully have a chat with a few um, a few home and away reds that um, I'm sure will be keen to have their opinion on the current protests. I'm just talking to Rick, the United We Stand cover star on these um, protests on Wednesday, which I thought were a bit tame in comparison to um, previous protests against the Glazers. Rick, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it started in the Norwich game, the actual chanting protest, and I think that will continue game after game now especially uh, if we get to this, uh, the end of this window without signing anybody that's going to ramp up just can't see us getting brilliant performances over the next you know next couple of months with the players we've got out we're not going on an upward tra- trajectory are we until May I can't no, see it not at all I think we'll just tread water now I don't think we're as bad as everyone makes out particularly if we can get some of these uh, injuries back up back on the field but um, I can't see us winning the FA Cup we'll, hopefully we'll have a good run but I can't see us actually winning the thing we're not going to get any further in the League Cup I don't think barring a miracle uh, so that leaves the Europa League which you know it'd still be um, still be a decent uh, triumph I think for Ollie with, this, with the squad he's got if he gets to the end of the yeah, season definitely. and I suppose my my thoughts this week have been you know I can see people supporting action against the ownership I can see people disagreeing with it what, what I don't really agree with is that middle ground where people are like Mocking people who are making a stance because yeah, it's clearly a problem at Old Trafford. It, it, it is. Um, I, I, I think I think the majority of people who are criticising it probably uh, are people who wouldn't be at the ground to uh, get involved in whatever it is that people want to want to protest against. Uh, I think some people uh, probably left in 2005 and did a very brave thing, far braver than I did. I didn't. I, you know, I, I stayed. I stayed at Old Trafford, but um, you know, if they're if they're knocking it because. I don't know because their protest didn't didn't work in the end, or, or um, it's uh, it's obviously detrimental to anything that somebody's trying to get going. What I would say is that 
if you're going to protest something, you need a you need a result. You need a result to protest. You need something to get an end point to get to. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what it is. I mean, what, what are people going to walk out the game until we sign Bruno Fernandes? Are, 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 are we going to go until Solskjaer gets sacked? Woodward gets sacked? Glazers leave? Somebody come out and say what it is they want. Can't just say we want to be a better football team. Everyone wants that. You know, Everton want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, if they protested, everyone would say there's a bunch of smacked asses. I don't want us to look like that. Yeah, and I think you know, I'm. I've probably been quite naive in the past, and I thought that. But I still insist that when David Gill was, you know, the CEO of United, I still think club matters and what happened on the football pitch was just as important as the commercial value. I think that's been. I think that weight has been changed I think that United you know are, are far more interested in profit than actually winning cups and that that is a I think that's a change for me and I think it's been a reality this season with what I've seen I think the throwing the manager under the bus in terms of the players he's got yes we are selling players that we consider bad eggs but at the same time you need to replace these players don't you you can't just play kids no uh, and I, 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 I'm, look I don't I, I, I don't think the Glazers have the, the, the football side at, at, as their number one priority, but I don't think they're naive enough to completely neglect it 100%. And you can see over the years they haven't done that. They've, they've bought players in. They've just not been the right though. players, though. Um, what, because of the amount of the we've I think this, uh, Yeah, I, I think this year is probably the least we've looked after our squad since the takeover. Yeah? I mean, we've been desperately unlucky with, with injuries. Um, I think if we could get our first 11 out, People wouldn't have noticed so much, but um, I think they'll do something in the summer. They'll bring players in in the summer. Uh, I think the, I think there is this sort of plan somewhere between Woodward and Solskjaer. To, to, so I think he, I don't think he, I can't see other than him having a complete shit show between now and the end of the season. Solskjaer going, I cannot see that happening. Um, I think they'll bring people in the summer, whether they'll be the right ones or not. That's down to luck, isn't it, these days? Yeah, well, I was speaking to somebody uh, quite notable in midweek, and they were they were talking about United's profit being, you know, the, having sixty million each year profit after all the um, turnover and everything like that. And they said that if if that ever di- dipped quite drastically by just buying one player, for example, they reckon that that would be far more damaging to the Glazers than finishing tenth. And it, it was food for thought in a sense because I, I don't. I've never really thought about it like that. What they did is, when they signed Wan-Bissaka and Harry Maguire in the summer, they added it to the debt rather than to, you know, using existing funds. And I'm I'm just wondering now if it's going to the point where they have actually thrown in the towel a bit in terms of the team and they're now thinking, how can we remain valuable whilst not being successful? See, this is this is where the, the whole thing just sails over my head. I mean, you you were talking then for about two minutes, and I was just looking at the trees outside. I mean, I can only I can only do so much. I can twirl a scarf around my head, you know, in protest. But like I say, unless somebody can tell me what what it is I'm protesting, I, I don't know. I can, I'm not I'm not financially acute enough to understand what the Glazers are planning to do or anything like that. Uh, I just know that they're not great for the club. I'd rather we had. Um, I don't want Saudi benefit. No, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want that because United don't need it. I know that United can generate shitloads of money. I just want. I suppose ultimately, in an ideal world, I want the FA or UEFA or FIFA or whoever to come in and go. Do you know what? You can no longer run football clubs for profit. 
Yeah, yeah. It's got to be. It's a it's a non non for profit organisation. Uh, you can still have your, um, your shake mantors if you want. Or cafes. Yeah. They want to come in and chuck yeah. a lot of money in. Fine, that's up to them. But they can't take a penny out of the club without reinvesting it. You can still pay your CEO five hundred grand a year if you really want to. But that's down to you know the business itself, like like any charity runs itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers for that, Rick. We're heading to Tranmere now from Charlotte. I'm going to have a quick chat with Woody and Simon McCarthy about Wednesday night. <laughs> Quite prominent protest against the owners. What's your thoughts? I thought it was encouraging that people are seeing their ass. It'd be nice if they'd done it after a win. Wednesday was grim on the pitch, but at least people are showing a bit of passion. I suppose you got to on it that way. My opinion is the tide's beginning to turn now somewhat in the fan base. Um, it's a pretty much divided fan base now in what people want and people's opinions. Uh, it's getting a bit toxic. It's a bit of a problem in it for him because uh, the way I see it is, is that normally you get a good result or you know you might sign someone and then it'd improve but I really can't see United's um, second half of the season going on, on an upwards trajectory, can you? Not at all because we're getting more and more players who are ending up out. We've not got a big enough squad anyway. Looks like no one's coming in. It just doesn't go well at all whatsoever to be honest. Right, sitting here right now, no I can't, but when he's needed a result, he's pulled a, pulled a few out this season, so I'm not, I, can't, I can't sit here and say no. You know, might get right. one against Tram, mate. Well, yeah, we're on a slower playing field for us today, isn't it? But <laughs> my board swinging towards Wednesday night, you just don't know United. I mean, we, I've rolled that off, to be quite honest. I, I see United now as you've got two, two chances at a cup, one's today and one's Europa League. You, you, you're honestly confident about Wednesday night? I'm not confident. I'm 99.9% I'm sure we're going to get smashed like it was at Liverpool. Yeah, but yeah. is that 0.1% where you just don't know? Yeah, they I are think, unpredictable. I think know. I'm showing my age here. This way it's different in a way with United these days. Remember going Norwich in 93? No one gave us a chance whatsoever on a Monday night because they were top of the league. But you had a feeling United had put some out of the bag. You just knew when we had to we could get that win. I don't think that exists these days, and that's one of the biggest problems for me. You just can't bank on him. No, you can't count on him. I never, ba- I never bat on United right now. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, since Wednesday, I, I think it's fair to say that over the last couple of weeks, protests have become more prominent. You know, particularly in the ground. But there's a lot of disagreements amongst United support about how it should be approached. I mean, I, I've, 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 I've had a look at like certain opinions about these protests and what should happen about walking out of the ground for a game. What's your thoughts on that? Um, if it was a well-organised protest, they'd do it. I wouldn't do it on 58 minutes. I think that's disrespectful. I think it's stupid. I think we'd have a certain other clubs for doing that without going into names. But I don't know. I think someone needs doing, but do it properly. And I also don't want to be dictated by someone who's never been a game in their life telling me I was your protest. Yeah, there's a lot of that in the It's ludicrous. I know you're living in a social media age and things like that, but someone who's never been the ground in their life telling me that one of the major things in my life, how we should deal with that, it's not happening. No way. Um, I'm, I'm all for us doing something, but I don't think I don't think walking out on the ground is the answer. I think we need to stay. My personal opinion, I put it on Twitter, is we stay in there and give them dogs abuse because that got columns in the press. That got, you know, stay in there and give them dogs abuse. No point in paying and just turning your back on them. We've got to let these let the board know how we feel as fans. Now, well, that's just my that mean, you know, if, um, everybody just in the ground just decided to stay in the seat. Yeah. Are they going to get rid of a few thousand people who want to stay in? <laughs> That'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my issue is is that 
than I don't, from what I've seen. That I, can un- I can understand not doing it, and I can understand doing it, but what I don't understand is those that do the glazer's job and start sullying everything that becomes, you know, before they've rubbed two sticks together. I think that's the problem now. I think there's this much dissatisfaction between different people. Different people have got different ideas. It dilutes any sort of different... Yeah. decent process it gets off the ground, and then it? it just looks half-hearted and like people aren't interested again that's social media anything we seem to do protest whilst the Glazers is always half-hearted yeah. I mean in 2010 it lasted 5 or 6 games towards the tail end of the season my opinion is I'm all for us doing something but it's got to be constant you know I'm just thinking if we go out there and sign someone in the next 7 days or we we do the unthinkable on Wednesday night and turn the city over no one's going to be singing plays out. Woodward's going to die and all this. It'll go. And I don't think it's salvageable now. Because I, uh, even if Lionel Messi turned up at Old Trafford on the 31st of January, I don't think we can repair that squad. No, I, before the transfer I completely agree with that. You look at the squad now, it's not one or two shots. There's no quick fix. You're literally talking years and years. As soon as you get three now. injuries. Yeah. Like, like we've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you really are down to the bare There isn't a quick fix at all. And we've got to now stick with someone and give him time. Whether that's Solskjaer or not, I don't know. But I'm willing now to give him time. I mean, 13 months is not enough to turn this, this what we're watching around. It's just not. You're not going to do it all in two windows. You know, January windows near enough. Impossible to sign players. Well, it's not impossible, but you know, bringing someone in halfway through a season, I've never really thought it was any good. I don't and think there's a match going to January window. I think that's quite reflective because I don't think there's anybody calling for the manager's head or you know going after Ollie big time. But I do think there's a lot of people that you know against the. I think the one that thing that unites them all is the, the CEO. I don't. I don't think there's a, a genuine happiness. There. I remember people calling it when Solskjaer got a job, saying, you know, this is this is going to shoot Woodward in his own foot because he's tried. He's tried a nicey-nicey approach with this appointment. He's tried to get people back outside. The simple fact is, match-going Man United fans are not going to turn on Solskjaer. You'll get the ones on the internet, Will, who've never been to a game. But these lads on this bus today, like us lot, do go. They will not turn on Solskjaer. You know, there is, a, there is some rational criticism of him at times. Yeah, which is, which is, which is yeah. acceptable, because if you're putting a manager in with no experience, you've got to be prepared to... For in- inexperienced decisions, you've got to be prepared for them. And I think, no matter, you know, unless we slip below like eighth in the league, I don't think um, you're ever going to get more than like 20% criticism of him being rational because a lot of it's, I think, it's unfair of him dealing, dealing with a terrible squad. How we still, still 50 is quite amazing, but when you look at it in perspective, a few more results and we're on the slide. Yeah, big time. I think it also speaks volumes. When he got the job, the amount of people what said, it's going to take a few years, this. there's no quick fix. Three or four years, we're going to be pretty shit. Give him time. Half them people are turning yeah, on his back. On. On. When, when United said originally, Solskjaer's got in out to the end of the season, they should have stuck by the guns and done that. But they folded to pressure from the media. You know, I remember listening to the radio on the way home from games and they're going, you can't now sack him, he's one ten in a row. You do what you want, you own the club. They bow to people outside of the club saying, you can't sack him now, he's won 10 in a row. I think the irony there is as well, is that most of the people that were probably going on about that are the perverse people now to call for his head. Yeah, all the time, all the time, yeah, you yeah. bang on yeah. there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuckers. Definitely. So, okay, we've got FA Cup tie away, Tranmere, it'd normally be routine. 
Are you worried? Not particularly, but I, I fancy us today, to be honest. I it's probably not a good sign, that, but I, just don't mean to have me this summer seriously, man. Yeah, I expect uh, us to win today, and I don't think much will be made of it, to be honest, because, you know... I think, I, I mean, in my lifetime, I started, follow, started like, following United in the 90s. I think the worst one I've encountered Leeds at home in terms of a shock. I think I've been quite lucky in comparison to other clubs. But maybe the Burton and Exeters, but we drew and got through in the end. Yeah. What's the worst one you've seen? In person, probably one of them, to be honest. Yeah, I remember yeah. losing at Bournemouth, but that was crowded around the radio two years ago. And it's like you say, there's not been that many. We've been pretty lucky in that respect. So we don't start today. I think the one that probably hurt me most in the end was that Portsmouth where we could have done the treble again. Oh, I yeah. That kind of did. You know, not at the time, but later on once we won the European Cup in the league, I thought, nah, we should have. And that was at home, wasn't it? Was yeah, it? I'm sure it was at home. It was the ref that day. Martin Atkinson, wasn't it? I didn't like that one, and I, and I was severely pissed off at the Arsenal one when Giggs put it over the bar. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that did me fucking nothing. Right then, us and Arsenal were like... Bloody hell, it's all coming out now, isn't it? <laughs> but anyway, Leeds... We're talking gigs in FA Cup, when they don't kick-ups against Sim Flowers walking the line. Yeah, the Leeds one was a bad one, but looking back on it, once it got to the end of the season, I thought, oh, if we'd have beat Portsmouth that day, we'd have probably gone on to win that. Yeah, definitely. The way we were playing that season. Yeah. It was somewhat Cardiff, Cardiff yeah. yeah. We could have probably gone on and done the treble again. Yeah, yeah. So cheers, you lads. Um, we're, gonna, we're just heading towards tram here now. We'll catch up with a few Reds. And a Preston fan. Keep Preston. Tranmere fan. <laughs> Don't know how I thought that. We have, we've had them a few times, yeah. yeah. Team. We're away at Tranmere. We've started with five at the back. We've got Tom over here. What, yeah. What's your thoughts, Tom? Um, well, it's interesting because I was chatting. I was like, oh, five at the back. But then I realised, or Neil Mullen quite pointed out quite rightly, that we're probably doing five at the back so that we can um, stop going down the wings because that pitch is an absolute nightmare, isn't it? It's like a quagmire. Yeah, I love that word. You like that word? Yeah. yeah. How, <laughs> how concerned are you? Um, the thing is now, it's just got to the point where this feels like any other game. But you don't know what's going to turn up and there's a good chance yeah. that we could probably lose this because there's a proper cup. Everyone will be... It does feel a bit like Forest because everyone will think it's a shit pitch, manager under pressure, club under pressure and... Um, you don't know what could happen. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how much I buy into the you know like start worrying about the pitch and that sort of stuff because the footballers on a lot of money and no, well, I agree very, with that. The it's technique just, is, at the end of the day, is very good in it. But yeah, I agree with that. It's yeah, like yeah, why should yeah. a pitch be a level as the old club? At the end of the day, you're a footballer. You get to pay a lot of money to kick a ball around. We've all played in really bad pitches growing up, and I was as bad on a shit pitch as I was on a good pitch. Give us a prediction then. Um, Sadly, one all, then another Wednesday night, Old Trafford. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> to listen uh, to you being really miserable on a yeah. home podcast. I, I've got to, I've got to um, say, I think that would be... Can we talk that's about up there with one of the worst outcomes today. Can it? we talk about the pro, um, protest? Yeah, because I'm interested to, hear, interested to hear from you about that. So, yeah, so on Wednesday, you know, it was quite prominent for the first time, maybe. You know, Norwich was the game where it started. What are your thoughts on it? So... I don't, the walking out, do you know what? Everyone's got well-intentioned. Anyone who comes up with an idea is well-intentioned. No one's doing it. Everyone's doing it now. It's pretty much match-going, right? My issue is, um, if you walk away, it's just like a normal fucking game nowadays. What I would say is, we wait and we walk out 
we go in 10 minutes to go, to, sorry, we stay outside for 10 minutes and then we all go in and make noise 10 minutes. The thing that's got press coverage is the chance. So let's stay out for 10 minutes, go in and then we'll make the chance. And it's important that, because I mean, there's a lot of Reds that choose not to, you know, they're very loyal to the team and I can quite sort of, you can't yeah, you know, I can anyone. sort of understand you that, can't that viewpoint. anyone for doing what they do. On the, on, you know, in contrast, you can also understand those that want to do something about this ownership. But at the same time, what I don't get is those in the middle that are just doing the glazy job for them and sullying everything, no, every idea that everybody comes up with. I get that. I think everyone's so... Everyone, we are such a divided fan base. More, I've had an argument today with someone from another podcast who thinks that Steve Bruce is... Um, is basically Harry Maguire's crap because he's just let's be honest I Reds. saw that yeah that was let's, interesting let's be honest he's just Harry Maguire's just um, Steve Bruce with better touch hold on Steve Bruce was probably one of our greatest ever captains yeah, yeah. but that just sums up our fan base right now everyone's arguing with each other about everything and there needs to be some unity very, very sad isn't Absolutely, it yeah. and that's yeah. why nothing will work because there's no unity in 2005 we nearly had unity something nearly happened then when everyone went quite a lot went um, when, when we then um, when we did all the protests at the cup final and the green and gold that was unity and that didn't work so. that's an interesting because I, I mean just off the top of my head I reckon I can think of about 10 factions of United fans you know you've got those least, yeah, yeah. you know those that walked away in 2005 yeah. you know you've got those that um, stayed in 2005 but you know and aren't keen on the Glazers, you know, and the, yeah. the ownership model. But I think one, one thing that unites everybody is, you know, they know it's not right and they know yeah. they, they've got a hatred for the CEO and that sort of thing. And that's, the, yeah, that's yeah. why, that's the guy, maybe the manager shouldn't change. Players, you're not going to get rid of the players. You're not going to get rid of the board, so he's the man who needs to go. Yeah, I can see you're keen to get off, but um, yeah. give us a prediction for today. Uh, one all. One all. Yeah. Replay, £37. <laughs> Replay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Catch you later. <laughs> Just in the um, local pub next to Tramir, which is the Brenton. Just going to try and um, speak to a couple of their lads, see how it goes. So I've got a couple of Tramir fans that I'm having a, a chat with before the game today. Um, lads, can you just introduce yourself? How long have you been following Tramir? I'm here, Paul. I've been here 1972. Really? Really? That's good, yeah. yeah. So I suppose there's a lot of moaning about United at the moment. You know, in terms of, we're, at the end of the day, we're fifth in the Premier League. Yeah. You know, so a bit of lacking self-awareness. Feel your pain, lads. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. League, I know, that's what I mean. That's what I wanted to get on You can't buy a fucking win, can we, at the moment? And then you've got United fans crying poverty. Yeah. It's an interesting one. So yeah. tell us what some of them might not know about Tram, mate. Yeah, we're the best team in, in the northwest. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not. Or the shit. Depends how you want to look at it. That's so the good days where we were like you know, playing playoffs with the Premiership and that, yeah. wasn't it? You know, yeah, in the yeah. good old days and that. But they're coming back. You know what I mean? So fucking keep an eye on your tails, lads. So in like the last ten years, you've obviously gone through a lot of lows. Yeah. You describe like the lowest so that you can give a well, few reds a bit of perspective. Yeah. 
and a band previously. Just tell us how your ownership regime's working for you at the moment, and what you know, what what might we not know about you? Lot, you lot? It's, it's superb. Like, 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 you know, he's, he's trying to get us to be a self-sustainable club. Um, you know, and in the past two seasons, he's got us promoted. Without him, we we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have a club. We'd be like Berry. So you're happy with like the the inject cash injection and that sort of stuff? I don't know how much cash he is injecting him personally, but. Uh, we'd be fucked of Adam, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 no problem. So, is there any, like, you're 21st in the league now, is there any moments of discontent or are you still fully behind everybody at the club? Nah, you know, that's, that's the thing about Tramia, it doesn't matter how shit we are or how shit we've been, you'd always get a load of horrible bacon head bastards like us behind them. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the uniqueness about the club. Like today, like, you know, like where the role is going to be, like, next Saturday or, like, fucking... You know, on a Tuesday night away somewhere, all these yeah, yeah. bastards who bought tickets today. Yeah. And lads can't get tickets. Yeah. You know, fucking. Definitely. Will you just tell us a bit about what happened when you went down the divisions? What What was the ownership model like then, and what changed? Uh, well, we went down under Palios, but it was uh, it was a sinking ship as it was then. We had Peter Johnson before and wouldn't yeah. put a, a penny into the club. He got us he got us knocking on the door of the Prem, but then after that he couldn't be asked putting money in for for whatever he reason. Had Everton on his had Everton on his fucking his control as well, didn't he? Fucking. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. If he would have bought um, Dion Dublin and um, he was the, the player he was supposed to buy, um, if he would have bought them two players, maybe he would have been in the Premiership in them, yeah. them days in the playoffs. But um, for some reason, never bought, never bought them. But you know, we've sunk like to our lowest. Like, but like look at Wrexham and Chester. You know, they're like fucked. I don't think they'll get back out. We've and that's when we, when we hear out. United fans moaning nowadays. That's what we think. You know, you think of these clubs that. You know, you know, they haven't got hope for a while, have they? We've got one quite close to home as well in Oldham. Yeah, I've yeah. just got no money whatsoever. So, yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're run quite well. Yeah. Um, I'll let you dash off yeah. anyway because I know you're willing to go, but we're, you're ready to go. But just give us a score prediction for today. You, you, how much do you fancy it? I, I, I think we'll win. We've got some vulnerability, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. we'll win, especially on our pitch. I think yeah, yeah, he was yeah. picking he's up on yeah. our pitch. Do you see that as a bit of a leveller then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen no that worries. he's put a good side out, like, and yeah. I, I, that, that shows fear to me. Yeah, that yeah, shows definitely. fear that Ollie's going to get sacked at the end of this game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, all I can say is the end of this is uh, up the whites, yeah. yeah. Take care, Thank my you. Mate. Yeah. Take care. See you later, Yeah, with the best team on the Aziz side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We live in Birkenhead, we support our own team, we don't go over the road, over the water, this is poor fucking Liverpool and Everton. Cheers, lads. Yeah, Thank you. Take care, yeah. my mate. Take care, see you. We're on the coach home. United have just beat Tranmere by six goals to nil and are in the fifth round of the FA Cup. Woody, what do you think? Fucking hell, sensible. Um, well, it's a win, isn't it? A few goals, six different scorers. It's not often we could say that in the no. last few years. So. You've got a smile on your face, then. Well, I'm not going to run away. We let it run away with me, but it's a 6 nil. Take that. If it, do that again Wednesday night, I'll take it. Somehow you seem to be outraged about something at the front. What, what was it? Their keeper, the blue bastard. Well, he just kept walking back to us. He gave an interview in the evening, you saying he was going to pile on more misery, right? And every ball was straight at him. (laughs) (laughs) Pile on more misery. And then, yeah, he does. uh, Who says pile on more misery? Anyway, yeah, every ball kept going at him and he let it in. And then every time he took a goal kick, he says, Yeah, I find he's going, City, 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 mate. You play for Tranmere, you're from Blackpool, you've got a six in. I wouldn't mind knowing why you've decided to 
read an interview with Tranmere's keeper in the evening news. Because, like Matty Mullen, I've done my research and we had a lot lined up for Ben Foster as well. Since Thursday? Yeah, yeah, got, yeah. We, 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 we had every base. No, it's free. They give it away <laughs> free in Manchester. Anyway, he totally thought he was giving it. He kept giving it. And I tell you what, as soon as he went 5-0 up, he kept looking at the clock thinking when it was going to be over, didn't he? Yeah, it's got to be quite shit, though. He's six goals past him and then... Everything went through he's the got middle. got 3,000 United fans behind him giving him a load of shit. What, why? Someone threw a pie why at him as well. That was yeah, quite funny. Yeah, and a crook. That's what I mean. He's bound to give some Yeah, he did give it a bat, but every time he gave it back... We just lost it in more. He started it. He started it. He started it. He started it. He did start it. Neil's told his mummy he started it. So, who do you want in the next round then? Um, (laughs) 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 To be honest, like Shrewsbury, since they play in Liverpool, that's Shrewsbury would do nice. (laughs) (laughs) Start again. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone at home, really? Anyone at home because. You want to get through this, this is the trophy you can actually win. So, anyone at home, I'll What do you reckon we've got a bigger chance of Europa League or FA Cup? FA Cup, Wolves are in Europa League. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> FA Cup's ace. I thought it was quality today. I thought it played some decent stuff as well. It wasn't just about we got a few goals. To see some of the others get a run out. Glad Maguire got a bit of a rest as well, which is long overdue. So, yeah, big on Oxford or whoever will get. Probably top them away now. I think when United win 6-0, there's less to say on a podcast than that, you know, that... Um, Whereas no yeah. one's as angry about Tomo, but yeah, at least we got rid of that Udo as well with not scoring five since Fergie or something. Good goals as well, weren't they? Well, I thought he'd play some decent When's the last time he scored six? Apart from Mitchell. Arsenal. I said Arsenal. that. Arsenal. We were, yeah, I can't think of anything. It's Arsenal. Arsenal like, well, so, what was yeah. West Brom? Was that 4-0? 5-0. 5-0, yeah. Well, Arsenal was the last time. Apparently that's the first time United have ever scored six with six different players. Ever. Yeah, so it's only yeah, yeah. breaking record. Done right. his research, yeah. yeah. Right, that's yeah. Who do you want in the next round, Rick? I'm not giving a shit anymore. As long as Matt's not there. <laughs> Just got with me, Mark Harrison. Uh, Mark, was you worried today before? Obviously, speaking at half time. I actually was. I, I actually said to the lads before the game that I'd be one all here, we'll get, get a replay back at Old Trafford. That's how worried I was about today's game, to be yeah. fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously, we stopped five past them in the first half, so there's no worries now. Maybe um, Thursday night and their extra time has something to do with it. What did you think on Wednesday at Old Trafford? I mean, I, I don't think I was exaggerating when I said that. It was in my top five worst performances I've seen at Old Trafford from a United team. What, 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 what do you think? Exactly the same, mate. I, I, I was one of those. I, I did walk out at 80 minutes and thought, I can't see this rubbish anymore, mate. It was like the worst, worst under Moyes, worst, the worst I've ever seen. It was, it was that bad, honestly. It's just, yeah, it was bad. I, I, I've known, you know, I've known you for a while because I used to call on the bus that you used to run, and yeah. you know, I know you're tremendously loyal to the team. Something which, when when I was looking at um, the internet after that defeat there's, there's been a lot of said about what shouldn't, shouldn't be happening about in the farmer protest about the owners what way what's your stance at the moment hey i always say like uh, the worse we are the better the support should be so if we you know under fergie we, we could have played in empty stadiums we probably won in the trouble that year now as well we need to stand up and let be actual real fans and i think that the walkout is terrible Absolutely terrible. No, yeah. I, I don't agree with that at all. But I do respect that. And is it is it more about like backing the team, or is it like support for you know? Do, do you not have grumbles about that? 
it's more about the uh, sport and the team for me. Like, I, I'm not into all this anti-owners, anti... I don't know, at the end of the day, you, you, you know my stance. I think I've, we spent 600 million. You might not agree with it, but we have, we're wasting money and stuff. I don't think Ollie's the right man as well, myself. So I think, just get behind the team. I just think that's what we're on about now, isn't it? Mark, cheers, boys. You know, good to hear from you, because I know... I know is the rain? I'm trying to capture a range of opinions today, so it's really good to hear from you. Yeah. Cheers, pal. Thank you very much. It's all right, it's all right. Yeah, cheers, mate. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm Martin, right? There's a message for Andy Mitten. Andy. How can I say this, Andy? How what? I know I'm saying, Andy, how can I say this? And Astana, you nailed me to the floor. I understand why, but not not a problem. I'm just stubby Mark here now, talking about what he's been talking about. What's your and, opinion on the owners? Well, the obviously, obviously, obviously uh, the owners are crippling us. But think of it on the other side of things, right? The owners are making whatever they're making, right? If the stadiums are full, if, the stadium, if people walk out of the stadiums or whatever, right? The, the owners are still making all the dough, right? I've got on this, um, when Steve used to do this podcast thing, going back two years ago or whatever you want, right? And I said that the thing was at the time was that we needed to get a, a director of football. And I mentioned the name of Paul Mitchell. And at that time, Paul Mitchell and Potticino were a pair. And I reiterate it now, what I'm saying is, Paul Mitchell was at, um, the football director at Southampton when all them kids come through. Potticino was the manager. Um, Pochettino went to Tottenham and Mitchell followed him. He fell out with Levy, Paul Mitchell, and Paul Mitchell went to Leipzig. Look at the Bundesliga now, Leipzig top of the league. That is the man United need to get as director of football and then let's see how we go with the managing side of things. Obviously I'm behind Ollie, I want him to succeed, but whether it happens I don't know. Anyway, Andy Mitten, I'm going to get you for what you've done to me in Astana. <laughs> You've got an interesting point though, because I mean, yeah. we can moan about the owners, but they have put a lot, a lot of money into United, haven't they? So, yeah. is it more the structure rather than the ownership? Well, listen, everybody know, everybody knows, right, who support United. I've been going to United like over 50 years, right? And I used to say this to Steve, right, when he used to do the podcast. I could stay here all half time and tell you I'm probably an hour after. United have always been owned by owners, right? Let's go back. Let's go back so people might remember the Edwards family. Yeah. The Edwards family were the same sort of people, not on the scale of the Glaziers, but they were the same sort of like taking money for themselves, right? And let's go back to Samat Busby. Samat Busby used to be the owner of the supporters, uh, the souvenir shop, right? So everyone was had an interest in Manchester United, was taking money out of United. But in real life terms, that's what people do. They want to make money and that sort of thing. But, so when we get all this thing about the glazers and all that, which you all ate, it's been going on for years, lads and girls. Going Just on the for scales years. scales have changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah scales yeah, yeah. changed. Yeah. So from the Edwards, from the meat factory in Newton Eve, doing what they did, right? And we all go back to like, um, um, when, uh, what's it called? Michael Knighton came, fabricating sort of takeover, blah, blah, blah. People behind him. We can go back to fucking the horse, Charles Ferguson. Some people might say it's all Fergie's fault. People have always had a financial interest in United. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah. does it. Everybody. And you can look at anybody else. And you can look at um, United with Stan fanzines. You can look at all the fanzines. The people who sell the scarves on the street. All making money off United. Rightfully or wrongfully. So, 
you know, before we start. How do you maneuver that though? Like, obviously, the way we're buying players isn't right, is it? Well, it's crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen about this Fernandez fella. I'm not sure how good he is. I don't think many people are. But what people want to hear is and see is United buying players, buying fucking players that can improve us now because we need them. Everybody knows we need them. So if, if we don't buy any players in this transfer window, let's go back to that Haaland thing that Oliver Overs has seen allegedly. Didn't get in for whatever reasons. We've heard all the stories why. He goes, he comes on as a sub, scores an hat-trick, right? Scored two the other night again. Desperately in need for the centre-forward. We're probably desperately in need for a midfield player. I would love to get Ericsson. We never got Ericsson. But we need a player like him. Yeah. We need somebody who can replicate that. Mine, it's been a pleasure, mate. Nice Thank you very much, pal. Have a good one. So we're now in the grey arse after a successful entry into the FA Cup fifth round. How are you feeling, Rick? I'm pretty confident. Shrewsbury probably will uh, do the business at uh, Liverpool, so hopefully we get there in the next round. To be fair, fuck it. I'll take Liverpool in the next round. We need to yeah. stop them at some point. Hopefully it'll be sandwiched between a Champions League tie as well. Might play a few of those We're kids. not in the Champions League. I mean for them. Oh, right. No, I don't even know what they do these days. <laughs> <laughs> are they in a Coca-Cabana Cup in uh, Brazil or something? Gosh. He's had a few, as you can probably tell. No, cheers to everyone that listened today. It's um, been a successful day for United 6-0 enjoyable but at the end of the day it's always in the back of your mind that it was Tranmere Rovers and we await a bigger task on Wednesday night against Manchester City what, what, what do you reckon Wednesday result wise you're asking me now while, I'm, while I've had a few so obviously we're going to win 4-0 well, when we were travelling to Paris last year I said 1% chance of us qualifying for the next round do you put it higher than that or lower than that I, I'm just worried about. Normally, I think we would have the players to do it, but I just don't think we'd have the. We're not gonna have the first eleven to do it. I just, I just worry about the players that are gonna be out there. But yeah, I worry about our players at all. Well, do you know what I mean? I mean we're out. Rashford's not there. Pogba's not there. Whereas normally we can get a win at City. Fucking hell. We really struggle to get a result over there. I reckon. I reckon it's lower percentage. Of qualifying than Paris was. I think it's going to be like they're going to score and then they're going to just fucking ole in it round the fucking crowd. Yeah. Fucking apple headed fans are going to be like <laughs> ole every 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 five minutes. What well, do you reckon, Neil? I, I, I think well, the, the midfield we put out in Paris was like our lowest common denominator midfield at that time. That's now our first choice midfield. I think we've got a, a better chance than winning in Paris on Wednesday. I'm not saying we're going to do it, but if we go in there at half-time, nil-nil, capable of doing. Yeah, and I, I've, I've got to be honest, I, I don't fancy us at all on Wednesday. Like, I, I reckon it's lower than 1%, but my point is is that you know United are playing a, a second leg against Manchester City when they were behind after the first we're just, leg. We're, we're we need to get six, behind the lads, don't we? Because we've had it could get embarrassing, scorers, potentially. Couldn't we, sorry, we've had six different goal scorers today. Six, Chong looked good. Shaw nearly scored. You know, lucky to have one on Wednesday. They were a bit more confident than they were going to Paris last year when I think everyone's heads had dropped. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm going to wrap it up anyway. Um, thanks to everyone that's listened. It's been interesting day, but we've won 6-0. Get rid of this bit. Yeah. Don't even pull this bit in. <laughs> we've won 6-0 and we're in the fifth round, so successful one. Thank you.